Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension School Part 19. In this episode, we will be following up on our Ascension School Part 18 regarding the Solar Feminine Christ. Hello and welcome to this episode of Ascension School. For those of you who are new, I am so glad to have you co-creating with us. I am JJ Brighton, a starseed linguist, multidimensional channel, and ascension guide. A lot of my work specializes in light language, but I also love exploring all kinds of galactic topics, Gaia-based topics, and more. I wanted to take a moment and draw your attention to the fact that there are a few things I'm extremely passionate about right now. If you listen to the June monthly energy update, one of those is focused on what my guides told me, and that is gathering, gathering, gathering with other people who are bringing light to the planet, who are bringing new upgrades to the planet, and making a grid together and making a really powerful conduit for all of these light codes. That being said, I want to drop in and let you know that I'm so excited. I only do a Galactic Federation gathering once a month, and there is one coming up on June 11th. If you're listening to this after the fact, no worries. I do them every single month, so you can always sign up for the next month. But if you are listening before that day, I want to encourage you to hop on the link below and sign up. These Galactic Federation gatherings are absolutely incredible. They are so powerful, packed with activations and information. They're just plain old fun because we get to connect with interdimensionals of all kinds. In, in fact, we connect with Andromedans and Syrians and Arcturians and Pleiadians and who knows what else is going to come through. So we would love to have you. It's a virtual gathering. And again, you can sign up through the link below. That being said, I actually also have on June 12th two other events that I want to quickly touch on. One is a Pleiadian activation. It's a gathering that is done in the early morning Pacific time. But if you are in Eastern time zone, Central time zone of the U.S. or in Europe, this should be a great time for you. Following that gathering, just a, a couple hours after that gathering on the 12th of June, I have my second psychic activation workshop. These workshops are powerful. We just did the first one last week and there were so many activations that came through. Spirit dropped in and taught me things I didn't even know about activating our psychic senses and they are designed for all skill levels. So if you've been curious, wanted to kind of tap in more to those psychic senses and those clairs, you can click on that link below as well. All right, I'm going to go ahead and shift into the topic for today. I had a very, very amazing response to the episode that I put out last week. I actually published part of it on my Instagram reels, and I had so many comments regarding the divine solar feminine. Now, some of you are very aware of what this is, and it was already on your radar. You knew what was going on. You had received information from your guides or your higher self regarding what this was, but others kind of didn't really know. And you were like, this sounds familiar, but in my conscious mind, this wasn't here yet. And that's where I was. As many of you know, I mentioned last week that this wasn't something I had explored yet in this life, in my conscious mind. And I tapped into this information and I just wanted to bring through a little bit more. It is so in depth 
that there's absolutely no way we can cover everything in just the short amount of time I do Ascension School. But there are some links below to the websites where I received this information, and I encourage you to hop on and just continue to read. Now, that being said, there's something about going to different people's blogs that I just want to let you know. A few years ago, I was in a mode of my life where I was reading, 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 researching, 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 and consuming lots and lots of information about the new earth, prophecies, ascension information, all of the history of the earth that we didn't know about before. Many of you know I've read Sal Rochelle's books. They are incredible. Also, Dolores Cannon. When I tap into these different websites and all this different information, I receive things a lot differently than I used to. And I want to bring that to your attention as well today because I think it's important as we are exploring other people's channeled information to remember that we have our sovereignty, we have our discernment, and we get to pick and choose what we want to co-create with. There are some things in some of these websites and some of these blogs that don't really resonate with me, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, or that's a timeline that I don't really want to tap into. And if that's what you also do, then you'll know exactly what I'm trying to say here. It's important not to get caught up in other people's channeled messages to the point of getting emotionally distraught and getting caught up in some of these stories about timelines that were lower density. I have had some different messages this last couple of weeks. In fact, one came through as a synchronicity in the most recent Lee Harris June monthly energy update about being in the present moment. It's a time for us to really focus on the present moment. So as much as I will tell you a little bit reading from these websites about past events of the earth, I want you to remember right now our focus is on the present moment, on bringing through the divine solar feminine energy now, not worrying so much about how it came to be the way it is right now, but worrying about how to get it where we want it to be, how to bring it through, how to channel it, how to be a conduit for it so that we can invite in more powerfully this new earth energy that is centered and grounded in the divine solar feminine. In fact, a balance between the feminine and the masculine. But in order to do that, we need to bring through the divine solar feminine. So I'm going to start off by reading part of an entry from a website called lightparty.com. The link is below. The title of this entry is Solar Feminine Energy. And again, I read half of it in the last Ascension School episode. So you're going to want to go and listen to that. To be a woman and to be embody the divine solar feminine energy has been very difficult. Women who have been conditioned to identify with the lunar feminine energy and those who express their solar energy have often had to go the route of the solar masculine, which sets up inner conflicts between a solar masculine outer life and a lunar feminine model that seems not to work or fit who they are. With the grounding of the solar feminine energy, the archetypal model of the fire goddess and her intense but feminine power and creativity will once again be available to women. There are going to be a lot of women on the planet who are going to start feeling a lot more comfortable with who and what they are at this time. And a lot of men will have a better understanding 
of what their partners and female friends are about. Okay, stopping right there. This reminds me, and it comes to mind, the movie Moana, which I referred to in the last episode, where I really do believe that what was missing, the heart of Tefiti, what they were talking about, was she had that lunar inner feminine model and she was like where's my solar feminine inside me and so there was really a conflict between the two parts of her in fact I really do feel like that story is more about integrating the two than about getting rid of that fire goddess completely which is kind of what it illustrates in the movie but if we were to go on let's pretend there's a Moana too where she's integrated the two where the two live side by side that fire goddess within her and that green goddess part of her. And that is what we are doing. There's no more conflict. There's no more uh, divisiveness in within our, our essence. All right, moving on with the next part of this, of this entry in this blog. It says, but also being able to move an understanding of the masculine and feminine energies beyond dualism and into complexity will break the patterns of dualistic thinking and the judgments that so often go with them. People may choose to embody one of the energies or all of them at different times. See, this is what I was talking about with Moana. This is exactly what I was talking about. Okay, humans will no longer be trapped in either or scenarios, but can exercise freedom and choice to express whatever aspects of their being appeals to them at that time in their lives. It is a choice of aligning with a harmonic and a tone that most suits your sense of who you are. And the return of the solar feminine will certainly be the enabler for this new freedom and creativity. Okay, now this next part really, really resonated with me. It's not a ton of detail, and so I want to take and invite you to explore this a little bit more. But it talks about the orange-pink ray. Here's what it says. The harmonic tone or color energy that is powering the return of the solar feminine at this time is the orange-pink ray or vibration. This energy unlocks and activates the heart chakra and the sacral chakra. Is this really sacral or in fact deep chakra number one? It's kind of like a side note they add. That is why so many people have experienced intense cleansing on the emotional and feeling levels. This cleansing has been a fiery transformation and a clean out of all the negative and destructive ways in which the solar energy has been used since the solar feminine was excluded from the earth. This includes the use of sacred fire for warfare and especially nuclear warfare. It is no coincidence that the topic of nuclear war has once again emerged into human consciousness at this time. And when I mean this time, we're talking about 1940s. 1930s, 1940s, because it, it also existed at the time of Atlantis and other times during the Earth's existence, even though it's not reflected in history that we know of, many people have channeled that. Okay, moving on in the quote. Other issues that have been raised by the powerful cleansing ray are related to sexuality and abundance or relationships and money. All these past life and present life issues are coming into consciousness now to be released from the earth's matrix grids so that the solar feminine may once again bring the balance that is needed to the planet. If they were not released at this time, humans would continue to play out these dramas and would miss out on the benefits of the harmonics of the orange-pink ray 
and others that resonate with the solar feminine energy. So the intense discomfort that many of you are experiencing at this time is so that you can be clear channels for the divine feminine energy in its full expression. When these old energies are released and cleared, then the divine feminine energy can flow clearly through the heart and sacral chakras. The heart activation produces energies of unconditional love and harmony. The activation of the clear sacral chakra produces creativity, passion, sexuality, and abundance. All right, I'm going to stop right there at the end of this entry. Such a beautiful, beautiful way to express all of this. And I am so grateful for the name of the person at the bottom of this blog post is Chandra. So I want to give her credit for what she has done here in in writing up all of this information that I think needs to be brought to light. Just to revisit the orange pink ray, I want to tell you a quick story here. So I kind of each season have a little wreath on my front door. And if you research about the wreaths, you know, it's actually connected to the divine feminine too, but I I like to change that out. And so as spring was approaching for me this year, I felt drawn to a particular wreath that I found at the store. I've kind of used the same wreath for like the last three springs. So I kind of thought it was time to change that up a little bit. And I purchased this particular wreath. I went home and I put it up on my door. And over the next few days, as I would drive home and I would look at that door, I would think, wow, that's kind of bright. (laughs) I really don't know if that color resonates with me and I'm not sure I want that one. And I thought I might change it out. Well, guess what color the flowers on that wreath are? They are orange pink. So as I started studying more about this energy and really tapping into it, in fact, spirit said to me, that color is the color of your new timeline. And when I work with people for timeline shifting, what I do first and foremost is a big picture vibration identification. So we take and I have them visualize the color first, not the details, not I'm going to have this house and I'm going to live in this place and I'm going to have this relationship. I say, okay, plain and simple, what color do you see when we go to the to the void to create their new timeline? And they'll see a color. And that's kind of the way that I do it. I knew I was entering into a new timeline. Well, little, little did I know this new timeline was the timeline of the orange pink ray was reflected in these orange pink flowers. And not only that, another really strange thing happened to me when I was actually getting my nails done. I know this sounds really crazy. I was getting my nails done. I chose the nail color that I wanted. And when I got the color on and I got home, I looked at that color and it was not the color it looked like on the little sample. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to survive this color. It's way too bright for me. Guess what? It was a very similar color. So spirit has been dropping in these colors to me so much. Also related to the color, I want to mention we've got Kuan Yin energy that is very much related to the orange pink as well as Archangel Jophiel. And those are two I've really been working with lately. If any of you have experiences with the orange pink ray, the divine solar feminine, or anything that I've mentioned in this Ascension School episode, I want you to drop those in the comments below if you're on YouTube. And also want to mention to you, if you have any questions, I'm going to try to look at the questions that are dropped in the YouTube channel and address those in the next Ascension School episode, just kind of to highlight and interact with you a little bit more. All right, there is so much to cover in this episode. 
I want to drop in with a few more minutes worth of information for you. This information is going to be delivered in a little bit more structured way where I'm basically going to read some entries in the Ascension Glossary. Again, my intention with doing this is to bring these into your awareness. I feel like some of you out there need to hear these terms and you may not understand everything that I'm saying because I don't even understand it all. There's a lot of stuff in the Ascension Glossary if you've dove into it that gets really detailed. These are some of the rabbit holes I was talking about. So I'm going to be selective on what I read because some of this gets into some timeline stuff that I didn't necessarily or didn't resonate with me, I guess you could say. But there are some things in here that I think are important and apply to our present time. I'm on the entry Solar Feminine Christ. At the bottom, it defines a few terms and here's what they are. First, I'm going to define Solar Female Melchizedek. The link to this website is below. So remember, this is not my original stuff. I'm reading from the Ascension Glossary. Okay, here's what it says. Subsequent to the Atlantean Cataclysm, the keepers of the blue flame and the females with original staff holder genetic codes underwent a series of genetic digressions, breeding programs, and deliberate targeting to disrupt the solar female principle. By connecting the female principle and the human light body into the lunar matrix. By destroying the solar logos architecture and inserting a lunar matrix to hold the energetic placement of the planetary female principle, this lunar distortion would prevent the natural rod and staff gender principles from activating in the human DNA. The first staff holders were originally embodied as solar female Melchizedek's, and each had a genetic equal male partner that embodied the reciprocal rod masculine principle, thus were genetically key-coded to be the rod holders. Moving on, the next entry I want to read from is the Solar Christ Mary template. It says, Solar Female Mary template. This ascending collective female aspect is an important light body component for embodying the solar feminine Christ, as well as reassembling her corrected light body parts and spiritual wings. To restore the solar female Mary template to this earth has required the rebuilding of a completely new diamond sun body for the gold ray seraphim lineages. There is one design for the solar Christ Michael and another template for the solar Christ Mary. Ooh, there's a lot to digest there. A lot. Again, the link is below if you want to read a little bit more. There are some other pieces of information again that I did not talk about. There's things related to Yeshua and the 12 strand DNA silicate matrix. I mean, I could go on and on forever. Those of you who have dove, in, dove into the Ascension Glossary know what I'm talking about. But here's my point. I'm not necessarily, again, telling you these things so you can fill your brain full of all of this stuff consciously. Why I'm bringing up these words is because many of you have past lives that were deeply involved in all of this, and I'm hoping that in using this terminology or bringing this to light for you, you will be able to remember what you need to remember. Consciously, subconsciously, things will be activated in your DNA. In addition to that, you all know that I felt drawn, especially in this month, to let you know that one of the most powerful ways to activate your DNA is not through me reading from the Ascension Glossary. It's light language and other things like going out in nature and if you do light language with your hands or ecstatic dance, things like that, even plant medicine, there are many ways 
that you can activate your memories, activate these templates, and allow us to evolve kind of basically back to where we were. We are coming full circle. I've been told that so many times. I'm not the only one talking about it. You can t- lots of different channels talk about it. We are literally going with Alpha and Omega. The end is the beginning and the beginning is the end. We are returning back to our original template with what's going on right now. There's a lot to digest here again, but I am so appreciative of you co-creating with me here. One of my intentions with my June 21st solstice goddess activation gathering, this is a gathering with lots of people, is to bring through all of these activations, many of them mentioned in what I just read. If you are feeling drawn to do that, you can sign up below. I will have that activation up on my website for you to download after the fact if you're not able to make it in person. Number two, I've also invited people to meet with me one-on-one. You can sign up through the links below or order a goddess activation recording. You don't have to be in person, which I just opened that up. The link to that is also below so that you can still have this divine solar feminine activation personalized for you. This is not like an all-encompassing activation. This is one your guides will lead me in producing for you the exact vibrations which you need right now to activate your divine solar feminine and any other goddess energies within you which are dormant because we are doing this together, my friends. We are a team. And the more of us that activate ourselves individually, the higher we will rise as a collective towards the vibration, which is where we were in the very beginning of this planet. I am, again, so grateful for you, for your willingness to be here to spend this time with me. I want to send you so much love and let you know that I honor the divinity within you. Until next time.